Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Inside Scoop. I'm David Owen. Sure, it may be fall and everything, but right now might be exactly the time that you need to hear this podcast, especially if you have a student who's hoping to graduate next spring. Although, if you have one who's going to be graduating hopefully two years from now, it's also relevant, so stay, stay listening. Will they have the credit hours? What about the whole process of graduation? All the forms? What about schooling after graduation? There are lots of questions that might be swirling around in your head, but have no fear. Dr. Missy Marsh is here. <laughs> Sounds like an underdog. Uh, do you remember that? It does. Cartoon? That's a long yes, with way the red back. cape. Long way back. Okay. Dr. Marsh is here to help us sort these things out. So she's Cobb's supervisor of school counseling, advisement, and crisis response. Welcome back, Missy. Thanks, David. Thanks for having me. And hopefully we're not going to touch on the crisis response part of this. Hopefully no parents are in that mode of response to uh, their, their child graduating. But We're going to try to cover a lot of ground here in a relatively short amount of time. Um, Let's break it down into two parts. Let's go with the kids who are grad kids, students who are graduating, and uh, and then let's talk about post-graduation. What do they do after that? Does that sound like That sounds great. Okay. All right. So parents looking for their kids to graduate this next spring, as far as the graduation hours that they need, how do they know that they are still on track to graduate? That's a great question. There are so many different ways Mm -hmm. where students and parents and families can be aware of where they stand as it relates to graduation. Okay. So the first thing is every senior should have received a senior graduation status report. All right. This comes out in the first couple weeks of school from every one of our high schools. So counselors send home letters and graduation reports. Wait, you said in the first couple of weeks? Yes. When like 10,000 forms uh, come home? It is, right? (laughs) So I mean, it seems like it'd be really easy to get lost in the shuffle. It could get lost in the shuffle, right? But they do have a letter that tells them exactly these are the courses that you still need to graduate. You are on pace. This is what you have taken. This is what you still need. So they should have received that within the first 10 days of school. So that's a good indication during the first time. Now, I realize we're past the first 10 days of school. (laughs) So at this point, they can go and they can take a look at their IGP, their individual graduation plan. That has to be an acronym, doesn't it? Always, right? (laughs) Right. And this is something that our students have really been working on since eighth grade, right? You start making your plan in eighth grade and it's very fluid, right? In eighth grade, you're like, yeah, these are the courses I think that I want yeah, to take say, in high school. They don't even know who they are yet no. as a human, no. much less where they want to go in life, right? But then in ninth grade, we really start to formalize it, sure. right? So they go in and they do classroom lessons and they really identify these are the classes that I'm actually taking in high school. And this is what I'm going to continue to take 10th grade. And then we check it again in 10th grade year. And then by junior year, you're sitting down with your counselor one-on-one, the parents and families invited, and hopefully they're able to attend. So that way you sit down and say, okay, these are the classes that you've passed. Mm -hmm. These are the classes that you still need for graduation. And maybe we had a slip up back in freshman year and we haven't made it up yet, (laughs) but we still need to. 
and here are your options for doing so. Right. right? The, the worst case is a surprise. Right. We don't want surprises right. and we want to make it as easy as possible to know here are the courses that you need for graduation. So lots of checks and balances throughout mm-hmm. the process just to make sure that everybody knows that we are on pace for graduation. Okay. And if anybody has any questions, you can always go and ask your counselor. Well, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> always advisable. You see what I did there, advisement. Yeah. Advice. Uh, okay, yeah, sorry. Ba-da-tsh. It's a dad joke thing. I got to let go of that. Um, okay, so uh, you're touching base every now and then, and you get that letter in the first 10 days of, of the school year. But like we were saying, there's a lot of stuff coming up, parents and, and students at that point. Yeah. Um, is there a way for parents to be aware of these things if they miss the 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 letter they don't recall getting it absolutely so a lot of our counselors are really utilizing ctls and sending things out through ctls parent Mm -hmm. but also it's really important to be utilizing parent view right making sure that we are checking those grades because everything is also of course pending those senior grades, right? I know a lot of times you're like, I'm a senior, I'm done. (laughs) We're actually not done until we pass those senior classes. So parents making sure that we're doing well in those classes, we're attending those classes. Attendance is important senior year. You get that senioritis going. (laughs) Right, and making sure that we are still actively involved through the senior year. You gotta push through the finish line, We have to push all the way through the finish line and there's just so much going on because they're balancing high school and preparing for what comes after high school and so really having that additional support is key okay so and i'm glad you said that that way so we're we're let's assume that the the grades are on track everything looks like hey it's going to happen this spring what do they need to do? What do parents need to do to make sure that their child, their student, walks across that stage and receives that diploma? What, what's the formal as, uh, aspect of that process? Yeah, so really making sure that their student have met all of the requirements for graduation. Right. And, and that's it? That's You that's, don't have to fill out a form petitioning to graduate or anything You do not have to night. petition to graduate. That's a good thing. Yeah. One less form, people. Now, high schools will have some... Um, practices that they do internally so Mm -hmm. students might have to go to a graduation practice or right you might have to go ahead and order that cap and gown so each high school has their own set of practices that you'll have to do for the actual graduation ceremony but in terms of getting ready to graduate it is making sure that you have met those requirements for graduation. Okay, so the actual graduation, if you you actually have two different things. You have the academic graduation. Yes. And then you have the ceremonial graduation. You got right? it. Okay. And some students choose not to participate in the ceremony. It's a yeah. choice. Yeah, I don't get that. The walking across the stage part, uh, that that is just a uh, a point of celebration, right? It is. And I will tell you, there is nothing like a high school graduation yeah. ceremony. It warms my heart every single time, whether you know the students <laughs> or don't, whether it is your child or not. Yeah. There is something about a high school graduation ceremony <laughs> that is amazing. You know, every now and then you, you do get to see a student who obviously, uh, through one means or another, has uh, had a struggle. Yeah. 
and their classmates know it, and they are cheering as they are walking across the stage. You just, that is heartwarming. I, it is I'll absolutely. agree with that. Absolutely. All right. So after graduation, let's say that uh, you've got a senior uh, right now hoping to graduate in the spring. Right now is the fall. Is it too late to begin a, a plan for after graduation, uh, college, or uh, technical school or, or whatnot? It's not too late, okay. but we do want to get moving on it, Yeah. right? So we had a big deadline that just passed. October 15th <sighs> is an early action deadline for a lot of our colleges. Okay. However, that's early action. A lot of our students don't apply early action, and that's okay. So we have regular admission deadlines that are still coming up. Okay. We have rolling admissions, meaning it's ongoing admission deadlines that are coming up. Oh. And some of our students choose not to go to a four-year university. Some sure. of them go to a two-year school or a technical college. Mm -hmm. Some of our students go to the military or to work. So yeah. we want our students to have a plan when they leave their Cobb County High school how are you going to be a productive member of society yeah with yeah. your diploma and, and we just did a podcast with the uh, uh, chief for uh, JROTC at yeah. Osborne and he was telling us about a great thing where you uh, get your entire college education paid for mm -hmm. four years of college as long as <laughs> here's the kicker you got to give back four years of service so that's an option as well absolutely but, uh, okay so um what if you got a student who is just like, you know what, I, I, I've got no idea where I want to go in life. I don't know if I want to be a, a tradesman or who knows what. What do you recommend for students who just have absolutely no idea what they want to do with their lives? Yeah. So at each school, we offer a lot of aptitude tests that they can do, really explore their strengths, explore yeah. their interests, really kind of see what are you looking at for after high school? You know, do you want to go straight to a college? Do you want to go straight to a technical school? Um, and, and what do you think you want your career to be moving forward. And we can help students explore those options. Yeah. Um, and if they really have no idea, I would start by doing some of those aptitudes if they haven't already done that and explore and see what do you think you want yeah. to do in the future? What are you good at? What do you like? And then what are some careers that pair with that? And then what kind of education is required for those careers. So kind of doing a little backwards design. Yeah, I, that, that's great. I, I think uh, uh, the education speak terminology is designed with the end in mind, right? Yeah. Um, and, and that's not a bad thing. Having a five-year plan is always a, a great thing in mm -hmm. life. So uh, what do you think about the idea of taking a year off? I've heard of uh, some students being able to do that, either to go work for a while, maybe a, a retail sales counter somewhere, or, or to travel. You know, if you've got the, the means, being able to go see the world and experience that. Give us your, your two cents on that. There are pros and cons to both. Right. When you are already in the world of academia, uh -huh. it is easier to continue. Just so, a, a habit thing. Absolutely. If you're used to studying, if you're used to going to school, yeah. it is definitely easier to continue. But for some students and for some families, they need a break and they are not at a place either mentally or maturity wise uh -huh. to take that next step. And even sometimes financially, and they just need to take a year off, whether it is for work 
or whether it is for travel and to experience the world in a different way. Sure. And so for those students, that could be a very viable option. Yeah. And, and sometimes, look, these, these students have been doing this for 13, 13 years, years by the time they graduate. So, you know, there, there's no shame in saying, look, I, I need a break. Mm-hmm. Um, and for what it's worth, you know, sometimes that can help build that hunger for education again, right? Absolutely. And again, we would ask those students and we would ask those families, and then what is your plan, right? So if you are going to take a gap year, are you going to be working, right? Are you going to be traveling? Are you going to, what is your plan so that you are still going to be a contributing member of society right. when you leave us? Planning is key. Yes. Okay. We just don't want you to leave and say, I don't know what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> Sitting on the sofa in mom and dad's uh, basement right. playing that's video games. That's not a great plan. No, that's not going to look good on the resume. All right. So uh, speaking of looking good, how, how do the various schools look at that gap year? I mean, do they say shame on you or do they, they say, okay, whatever? Again, they're going to look and see what did you do with that year? Okay. Right? That's We're, important. That is important. Wow. Absolutely. You know, they're still going to take your high school transcript. They're still going to take your um, experiences and your leadership and everything else. But that's going to be part of that narrative, right? That you're showing this is me as a holistic person. So so they want to see what are you doing? Yeah. And and, uh, with the cost of a college education being so sky high, I would presume they would look at sitting out to work to earn the money to go. I don't know if that's even viable nowadays. It costs so much. Right. But uh, they would look at that favorably. Absolutely. Anything else you want to pitch in here? I I think we've covered an awful lot, but I don't know if that's everything you have to bestow on us. I would definitely just encourage students and families to start planning early. I know this is going to sound silly, but really starting to think about the process during ninth grade year. You don't have to know what you're going to be doing after graduation, but just start thinking about, again, What are those strengths? What are things that you like? What are those areas of interest? And start exploring ninth grade, then build upon it 10th grade year so that by junior year, you can really start maybe doing some college visits or maybe going and exploring different career pathways, right? And so that way, it's a little bit at a time instead of getting overwhelmed senior year. Then would you recommend that in their earlier, their first two years, ninth and 10th grade, they focus on understanding their interests? Would that be a good way to? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that goes back to the aptitude test. It does. And we try to guide them through that in the counseling departments intentionally. So through classroom lessons, really making sure that students go and do that work. Uh But there's always more, of course, that can be done just because of limited time. Yeah. And are there resources online that uh, families might be able to uh, turn to? to, There are. Yeah, we have lots of resources through Navience, which all of our students and our parents have access to. And so absolutely. Okay, And we'll be sure to drop these these links in the show notes so that families can go there if they wish. Well, we've been listening to Dr. Missy Marsh. Missy, thank you so much for your insights. We love having you on here. Uh, maybe that that's going to relieve some stress for some of the families who are currently <laughs> looking at that graduation coming faster than you ever thought. So if you found this podcast helpful to you, make sure you follow, subscribe, like, share, 
all the things, and uh, that way you don't miss out on future podcasts. Also, uh, just want to tell you, thank you so much. We really appreciate you as an audience, and if you have an interest in letting us know about a topic that you'd like to hear discussed, be sure to visit the show notes, and the link there will give you the opportunity to tell us a little bit more about what you'd like to hear. We always like getting that feedback. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District. Thank you.